Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 67 of John Henosa Podcast. Today, I will be bringing you Kelvin Kwan. I'm going to have a heart-to-heart conversation with him. And we are so excited to share to all of you what we are about to share. Okay, first things first. I'm getting excited. But first things first, wherever you are, Whatever that you do, take this moment to bring your awareness at the space, at the central part of your chest, into your heart space. I know life can be demanding and life and your outer world is pulling your attention outside because highly in demand. Take this moment to bring your awareness at the central part of your chest. If your one hand is available, you may place one hand on your chest and starting to feel your heartbeat. Don't worry, this will not take forever. It's only like a minute. So, feeling your heartbeat, and then let's do three refreshing breaths together. Inhaling deeply both nostrils, expand your chest, and exhale, sigh it out. Two more breaths, inhaling deeply, really feel the air as it enters your nostrils, and exhale, sigh it out. One more breath, inhaling deeply. Inhale, inhale. And then as you exhale, waves of relaxation from the top of your head, down to your neck, shoulders, fingertips, hips, knees, and down to your toes. And feeling the sole of your feet being supported by the ground below you. All right. First things first, I love to express my deep gratitude to you for choosing this podcast, the sharing your moment with me. I am so grateful. We are now episode 67 and I'm bringing you this very special friend of mine. I met him during COVID when I was living in Chiang Mai and every time we meet, we have this amazing conversation and back then i don't have my podcast yet and i was telling him i wish someone can hear this conversation that we're having and here we are finally oh my god here we are we're about to record our conversation and this man have so much so much so much to share and such a privilege to have you kelvin Kwan. come on in <laughs> Hey, good to see you, Joe. It's been a long while. Yeah, that was a long time ago when we said that uh, we should have that recorded. Yeah, finally doing it. Awesome. And Yeah, we're finally doing it. And you are now in Chiang Mai, right? Yes, I'm uh, back in Chiang Mai. So when we met, uh, I was staying here for, for about uh, a year, two years. And then now I'm traveling again to Southeast Asia around. At the moment, it's nice here, but uh, soon I think I'll be in Vietnam. Oh, amazing. Okay, let's jump right in. So, rethinking education, job, and income. So, take us what inspire you to rethink these three major, ma- major things that all of us step into. Okay, um, actually, the real the topic is educa- uh, rethinking education, 
work income. The words okay. are very important because okay. uh, so one the the uh, the the words to um, education work and income because most people traditionally think of it as university job salary. And the thing is, most of us, uh, it's so embedded in us to have a university degree, a job, and a salary. But the thing is, that that's actually, that's only one way. There's actually many other ways. And so uh, I'll give you a bit of my background. So in the past, I used to do branding communications uh, with different, uh, with various creative agencies. And so with branding, words are very important because words convey uh, different sensations, different impressions. And so for over 10 years, I was working branding communications. And uh, eventually I got to the point where I think most of us who work with organizations, we reach a point where we're like, there's a lot of organizational politics, right? And so I got to a point, I was um, really tired of that. And also I recognized that there were a lot of mediocre, de uh, mediocre decisions in organizations. Uh, I recognize that um, usually for smaller uh, startups and, and with individuals, because the decisions matter, uh, they usually are more, um, that's more at stake. But then when you have uh, bigger organizations, actually the decisions sometimes uh, get lost in management and mm -hmm. they're quite mediocre. So eventually I decided uh, I didn't want to do any more of that kind of work. Also, I didn't, um, I didn't want to just help companies brand products and, and some of the products actually, even though they're very well known, they may not be, um, they may not be serving or they may not actually, uh, be as good as some other, um, other things that are not as promoted. So I really sort of went, uh, for a period of time and thought about what, what do, what do I want to say? You know, um, I felt that I had a, a, a core message within myself. And as I spent several years writing, and at the time when we were in Chiang Mai, I had been already writing for a few years. And so some things I shared with you, you know, they came up. And by the time I was still kind of piecing together what exactly is my message or what's the thing that's burning in my heart. So eventually kind of got to that. I realized that my past experiences in dealing with uh, people, with uh, either mediocre or just suboptimal decisions was something that some uh, I could I could assist in and and I recognize that decisions really uh, define your direction and eventually becomes your destiny and so yeah so I went through the thing of being an independent consultant private strategist and in the end I decided okay this, you know, a decision strategist or a decision coach would be very apt for what I'm doing. And so I looked through the stuff that I used to write and I could see a pattern as well. I'm actually, um, it's quite natural for me to see uh, contextual things. And so that's also what I use in, in my process. And I started applying that for all the things I was writing about. And I realized that I could sum up my uh, message or, or the mission that I, I feel I'm on right now is to help people make better decisions, but specifically towards investing in themselves. So I would tell, I often ask people, I say, do you know what's the number one uh, most uh, underrated uh, investment sector that is guaranteed with uh, future results or future gains? It's actually us, right? If you invest 
time and energy and money into something external that's no guarantee, uh, whether it's stocks or whether it's uh, markets uh, or whether it's in, even, even in other people, there's no guarantee. But within yourself, there is definite, there's a guaranteed result, either good or bad, right? So I realized actually that's, that should be the priority, the decisions that we make should actually lead towards investing in ourselves. And I thought through what are the areas that we should invest in. So I came up with a framework and and uh, and so within the framework, there are different concepts that I have. And one of which uh, I'd like to share with your listeners today. Uh, I know when we talked previously, you were asking me about something I shared in the past. I was like, hey, that's one of the, the other things I have. And so, but I've got so many things, um, you know, uh, frameworks and everything. But I decided that today, I think uh, for, for your listeners and the first time, they're getting to know me. I'll just share something that's even more recent. And it's actually something, even though it's recent, it's been on my heart for many, many years. Uh, but I finally managed to put it into a way that's easy to explain to anyone, whether it's a child or, or a grandparent. And that's the idea that, um, you know, as Asians, uh, most, of, uh, most of our lives, in fact, even our parents' generation, their whole thing is getting to a, uh, schooling uh, all the way to university, get a degree, then get a job, and they get a salary. And the purpose, okay, the purpose is security, purpose is make a living, yes. But the three parts there has been taken for, um, we just take it for granted, or we just literally think it's the only way. Uh, get a certification in university, get a job, get a salary. But then I realized that when you think about it, you distill it, uh, and that's why the topic is rethink. Um, the three things are actually education, work, and earning uh, or income, right? And so there, there. Uh, so education is actually the main thing. It doesn't have to be university. And uh, you know, those who uh, who search the internet these days, you know how easy it is to to find different ways to get certified for skills. Uh, and even uh, skills that are needed now and for the future. So actually, you don't really need, uh, I wouldn't say you don't need, but you have options, right? It's different from in the past when there weren't options. Mm -hmm. So it's actually, um, so education, work, and an income. And I made it simpler. I said it's basically learn, trade, earn. That's everything you'll be doing. So whether your listener is a, a young teenager or it's a person who's in the Swifties or somebody who's deciding to do something different in their lives, you'll realize that everything in life, it's based on, you know, whether it's our professional life or even our personal life, it's basically stuff that you learn. Because if you don't learn anything, you basically, there's no improvement. There's nothing you offer, right? So everything's based on learning and then, and then after that, trading, right? So like even this, uh, this conversation is a trade. It's a, it's a trade between like sharing what I've learned and then, you know, for your case, uh, you have a platform and, you know, you're, you're offering this to other people. And so everything is, is a trade. Every relational uh, uh, interaction is based on trades, right? So, um, so I try to take words that people sort of associate with things that uh, I feel have maybe diminished the word. For example, when you say trade, people often think of, immediately they think of uh, uh, like business trade. And that's just one application of the word. So the word trade is actually an exchange and everything in life mm -hmm. is an exchange. So 
if people realize everything in life is a process of you going through it and you learn, you trade, and then you earn. You earn earning is basically receive, receiving. Mm-hmm. And so you can earn through an income, you can earn through a favor, you can earn through a commission, you can earn an apple pie, <laughs> you can earn a, a reward. So so when you realize that it's just learn, trade and earn, and you allow for the words to really expand then you can actually be creative or even be really mathematical and 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 whether you're left brain or right brain you can apply this you can be really creative or be really mathematical and realize it's all about learning so what should i be learning what is of value what's of demand what what do people need what is the thing that's valuable and uh and so you want to learn that right of course learning for interest is one of the things but also there's got to be the application of that because then that becomes a value to others otherwise other people won't trade with you right so when you realize that it's so simple this could be explained to somebody that's five years old and if we were taught that at a younger age then the stress wouldn't be on on so many asians uh you know leading to you know something which i find really obscene which is you know you know um suicide rates you don't see this in the west you know but you see this you hear about this it's you know decades ago people talked about hong kong you know suicide rates but now south korea japan um and southeast asia you know um but you don't hear this in the west so there's something about asians and how they they they're so obsessed that oh i've got to get a degree but because if they would to take time to rethink it and think it through they just want that so they can have the security to then get a job and then get a salary. But then when I've when I've talked to them about it and I, I, I give them I give them this simple um, analogy and equation. I say, you know, what's you know, what's one plus one? And they'll say two. I'll say, yeah, okay, it's, it's two. Uh, is is there any other way to get to two? It's like, yeah. Well, you know, uh, three minus three two. minus one. Yeah, no, no, two. How do you get to two? So three minus one. Uh, how do you get to two? Four right. minus two. <laughs> yeah, or five minus three, or seven minus five, five, or um, zero there's plus two. Ways. Or, or yeah. It's infinite. It's literally infinite. So I, I start to describe to them, it's two, it's the circle, it's the dark board. You want to get to two, right? But if you look at the equation as one plus one, uh, or perhaps in this an- analogy, since I'm going to tie it back to learn, trade, earn, I might so say one plus one plus one equals three, right? So for them, I'm like, okay, if you want to get to three, there's infinite ways to get to three. But if your one plus one plus one is I need a university degree plus a job, I get a salary, then I can make, then I can have a life, a living. I'll say, yes, but that's not the only way to get to three, right? You... You you don't need the and and then so then I, I kind of fill it down for them and I say okay so education yes you need right that's why I want to hold on to to that word education but education does not immediately mean mean a university and so um, education is is lifelong learning and that also includes learning about yourself that includes learn, uh, learning about things that unfold that. That includes learning about timeless truths, and um, and then of course you know thinking of like what things that you learn will be of value to other people, right? So and then yeah, so then uh, work. Now why I make the distinction is because work is unlimited, 
right? So any listener right now, you just look around you, if you're listening to this, whether you're jogging or walking or you're at a cafe or wherever you are, just, just look around you. If you look at things that can be improved, that's work. There, there's work there to be done. And as long as you trade on willing to do that work and you find somebody that's willing to trade back with you, you have work. Work is unlimited. What's limited are jobs. That's why people panic because they're still stuck in the old mindset. Oh, I need a job. I need a job, right? And they're stuck because jobs are actually limited. Why are jobs limited? Because they're limited to the, the, to the number of people that are willing to trade. I'll use that term. Actually, people say, okay, but if you think, realize it's actually a trade, right? But so jobs are limited because people, you must find people that are willing to trade with you and, you know, and then, uh, and then don't, don't forget jobs are also in, in a time of uncertainty, it changes. Jobs get pulled, pulled back or jobs change because of technology. So jobs will always be limited and always changing. But work, work is unlimited. Work is, you'll find work everywhere, anywhere, as long as you are willing to work. And, and what is work? It's literally trading your time and your skill. So when you realize, hey, everything's a trade, right? If I think about work, it's a trade of my time and skill. Then you realize if I keep improving my skill, I can increase my value. And if I know how to manage my time and leverage and optimize my time, I, I will, I'll always have work and I'll always have the third part, which is income. And so income is earning. So I say income because I want to break people, for, uh, break the mentality people have and immediately think of salary. Because a salary is only one form of, a, of a earning of an income because a salary means you're trading your entire time and all your skills for one person, your boss, your company, or the, the position that they have, they have described for you, right? And so if you think in terms of a, of a salary, you're, you're, actually, you're actually limited, you're stuck because all your time, all your energy, everything is, is in service or in slavery <laughs> to only one company or one position or whatever. Whereas when you think of it as, wait, I can trade with actually more people, then you can literally design your life and you design, okay, my hours are worth this much or the value of my skills and, and, and not just for me, remember the trade has to do with whether people value and they need it or not. So when you can match that gap, you find work and then you find that you're able to trade and earn. So the earning can come from a project, it can come from commission. But you see, when you think in those terms, immediately your mind starts to be able to be creative or be constructive, you know, and, and this, this, this is one of the, the you know, concepts I, I put in under investing in yourself is one of the things because I find that um, the truth really sh shapes people's minds. Uh, and, and it just breaks my heart because, uh, I remember coming back from overseas many years ago and reading in the, uh, local paper, local newspaper that, um, some 13 year old boy committed suicide because he couldn't make it into the secondary school, he couldn't make it into the secondary school that his parents wanted or that, that, you know, that was in his mind, like he, you know, this is the best school, right? So this is a very Asian thing. And it just, I remember years ago reading that and it, it, it um, it really bugged me. And, and uh, I've been thinking ever since, like there's something in how parents 
I don't even say they think. It's not even, I was going to say it's in how they think, but it's not how they think. I don't even think they think about it. I, I believe they just just take it, you know, just take it as the, the way. And I'm here to tell people that, you know, once you understand it's actually distilled down into uh, uh, life, lifelong learning, uh, trading and earning, then uh, the world opens up for you. So, yeah. So that's a, a lot I know in just one thing, but, 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 um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's the, the, one of the, the things in investing in yourself. Um, it's, it's having that mindset. That's, that's one of the things, yeah. I love your intention of providing an expansive way of seeing things. I really highly resonate. And I love that with what you said, that word, I believe that word can either limit us or the word can expand us. I love the way you expand the words and also the knowledge, also the the the, the words from education. Yes, we require that, but it's we are not limited by just certification and diplomas, but because it's more of instead of limiting ourselves with education, expanding ourselves into lifelong learning. Because these days, there's a YouTube university. You can learn anything that you desire, right? But of, as, as well, we should take in consideration that back then, before, during our parents' era, they only, they, they, they are designed to get a good education and get, hired by a great company but now i loved your intention because it's very much in alignment on how we are changing moving forward because now there's more entrepreneur these days mm -hmm. and i also love the way you expand from having a work a job into trading so you we don't just rely on having a nine to five job but we can we can expand our trajectory into trading everything is trading you create some product you trade with other people you create some services you provide some services so it's kind of like trading everything is a trading it's it's a beast either business to business or person to person it's like you really expand so i also love that you said what you said from having a salary to income to to there, there there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to earn money not just from the job and I highly agree with you that the highest and the best investment is our self-investment because it has a lifetime, life, ROI, uh, lifetime return of investment ourselves. And so my question is, so with this, knowing that our highest level of investment is ourself, in alignment of of knowledge, learning, trading, and then income. So, where can we start? I mean, for 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 the beginners, for 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 most of people, where do we start investing with ourselves? Like, or how mm. can we make it more important? Because most people are like, mm. no, I'm okay, I'm okay. Let me just invest with something else. Mm. Mm. 
Um, great question. Uh, I, I actually, within my framework, I do have it. So I could directly answer that question. For me, it came down to three areas. I tell people investing yourself comes into three. Um, your health, and I put that, uh, I actually have a, a subcategory. I call that um, take care of yourself, right? So investing in yourself, investing in yourself includes taking care of yourself, which is the health part. Um, then there's the, uh, the improvement part growth basically so it's health growth and relevance okay so uh, mm -hmm. easy to remember hgr to me investing in yourself i boiled it down to three areas that you should invest in your health your growth and your relevance and the reason for that is because if you don't have the health you can't do anything right so you need your health so under your health which i i, I make it uh, I, I call it take care of yourself i i have a bunch of different things in that framework and then for growth uh i I put that under relocate yourself. And it, it was the idea that, um, that I, I, I personally found that when I went to a different place, certain things in my mind, you know, the, the, those things I learned, the things I shifted. But then I realized that word relocate actually is a, it's quite a nice word because quite a multi-layered word because it could mean physically relocate uh, to a place temporarily, you know, people need to think that, people need to realize that nothing is permanent. I think the older generation, every time they think of anything, they think of a job, they think, oh, I need to move. They, it's like, or they, they think it's forever, you know? But these days we have, um, you know, what we have in terms of being able to travel, it's not like what it used to be, right? So in, in the past, you, could, you couldn't just get on a plane and then be, you know, the plane, even the, the it wouldn't be so cheap to be able to go somewhere and experience something and discover somewhere different, some of the culture and even yourself. Because a lot of things you learn is through comparing and contrasting. Right? When we're young, we, we compare and contrast. Like, oh, this orange little ball, you know, you can bounce. This big orange ball, you can bounce. This small orange ball, you can't bounce. But when you peel it, you can eat it, right? You know, like an orange in a basketball, right? So we compare what the similar things were, are differences. Now, how do, you, how do you do that if you're living only in one place? There's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing contrasted to. So I find that relocate yourself. Again, as I said, it's not permanent, whatever. It's just to go somewhere different for, for a while, whether as a work attachment or you decide, I want to go somewhere and work there. Because as I said, it, for most people, when they're listening to this, when I say that, immediately they think, I need to look for a job. I need to find somebody to hire me there. And that's the issue. That That's that's the thing. We, if we're always thinking that way, we're always dependent on something external. So it starts with us realizing that education, work and income is completely within our control. We, it's, and, and today with the internet, with leverage, with, with, you know, with the leverage that we have, it can be a personal thing if you're willing to consider it. But if, you, if people are not willing to consider it, they'll, they'll, it'll never enter, enter their mind. It'll never enter the, the thought, the realm of possibility. But um, so for me, um, back to what the areas you should invest in, so health, growth. So growth, I, I, when I put relocate yourself, it, it could be geographically, but I, I started to see it in terms of even like relocate yourself, like your true self, because a lot of people when they're young, uh, as they get older, they put aside certain, certain things or, or they may have you know, felt... Um, you know, like there's certain other things that are expected of me and more important. And so they, they actually overlook some of the other parts in them and that, that's not grown. It's still stunted in some part of their life and they need to relocate that uh, because I believe that 
the, the purpose of life is to be the most mature version of ourselves when we pass on. Like to me, that's one definition of purpose, that to be the most integrated, most mature version. Uh, and so growth is, is uh, the second uh, area we should invest in. And I, I advocate uh, embracing change and, and, um, and locating, you know, rediscovering yourself. And then sometimes that also means going somewhere. And then the third area that uh, I, I believe people should invest in is in being relevant. I think that's very important. So relevant is relevant pertains to the present and the future because things do become irrelevant, right? And those who, uh, any of your listeners who have lived 20, 30 years, you would have recognized that there are things that no longer uh, are relevant, right? Uh, there are things that you, they bought in 20 years ago that now not only is not relevant, it can't be used. So, um, so the third thing that people should invest in is uh, being few, what I call future relevant. And so that part, I have a section in the framework, I call it future proof yourself. How do you future proof yourself? And within that framework, I, you know, there's a bunch of stuff I, I, I've written. Interestingly, I'll, I'll tell you, part of it was because I typed into AI uh, and I asked, what are things that humans can do that, that AI cannot do? And then it gave me answers. And then I asked it further. I said, um, I asked like two or three times in different ways just to, to kind of get a sense of what it was going to put on. By the way, I, I think um, some people have a, a, not a good relationship with AI and they think of it, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. All that. But I had this epiphany. I started calling it assisted intelligence, not artificial because it is it actually assists me. Instead of thinking as artificial, um, when I started thinking as assisted, it really was a useful assistant because I would ask it things just to get its perspective, not to, to affect me, just to get its perspective. So interestingly, from the, the language learning and whatever that has gone through, it has its opinion of what things humans can do, the AI cannot do. So I wrote a bunch of stuff and all of that. So that's another framework, future, uh, how to be future relevant, uh, future proof you, yourself. It's, there are things that, will, that no technology can replace. And I, I wrote down a bunch and I can give you a few and just mention to, to your listeners like community, right? Community cannot be replaced by robots or, you know, technology only uses, it's used to, uh, to enhance it. For example, we're having a community, uh, community, you know, when you have a group community or you're having a conversation connection, it's still there where you're using a tool. In the past, you can't. In the past, I have to like go to the Philippines and you knock on your door and says, hi, Joanne, you know, let's have a conversation. Or then after we had the phone, right? But now we have this. So technology just enhances it. But the human uh, need, desire, and value, that's the thing, value of connection will always be there. Uh, relationships community. human relationships, relationships it, it cannot right. cannot be right. yes cannot yeah. cannot especially, especially if you're talking <gasps> about fulfilling right fulfilling and satisfying yeah. and then and then then the stuff that can go into it's that as well but so there's there's a bunch of stuff i have in there and i call it mm -hmm. future relevance and mm -hmm. so for today's uh today's session actually the the full full title actually i wanted to to use future proof yourself rethink education work and income actually that's the whole title it's actually future proof yourself rethink education work and income and the reason for that is because yeah. to me if you rethink 
education, work, and income, you are future-proofing your life. I can, I can almost guarantee, based on somebody who basically sees patterns and trajectories, I can yeah. even reason it out with any person that if you were investing in yourself, in, uh, in making sure that you uh, are learning, trading, and earning, you'll always be future-relevant. You'll always have, yeah. remember, as I said, work. I didn't say job. Because if you're willing to work, there will be work. And if you want to earn a certain amount that's high, you maybe just drop the salary, maybe just resign. You don't need a salary because there are people that earn and have an income that's higher than what they used to make in a job with a salary, right? Because there are, uh, there are ways that people that I know that just make commissions on sales. All they do is make commissions. And sales, before people think of it as a bad thing, sales is just basically trade, the end of a trade. So they just specialize to the point where they know how to trade and, and it, it's, it's where the, the trade actually happens, right? And, and they decided to focus a trade on uh, transacting in, in, in the value of currency. So money is a currency. So once we understand all these things, it's not woo-woo. It's actually very, very reasonable. Um, so yeah, future-proof yourself. So you know, today's session, I, I hope that um, if anything, every one of your listeners would have this paradigm shift and think, okay, for the rest of 2024, if I was to think in terms of learn, trade, and earn, how would my life be different, right? Because it, it, it doesn't matter if you have a job or you're in school, those things are not the problem. The problem is so subconscious, it's subconsciously a sub thing that that's the, that's the only one plus one plus one equals three path. It is, it's one, but it's very, very linear and it's getting harder and harder because people are fighting over the same jobs. And because there are so many, many university graduates. So to me, the, the, the terms that I, to me are, that I don't really, uh, that I think are the problem are school, right? Schooling, the, the idea of even schooling is, is the form of, of ushering you into a very predetermined endpoint. That's why you're schooled. It's like a process. It's like an industrial process. So I don't like the term schooling. Um, education is a fine, it's an okay word because education, um, education is, is not just university education. Um, you, you can have an ed education when you, when you look at life and, you know, and, and you, and you, uh, it's learning. Education is just learning, right? But university is a, it's to today's uh, version of university is a problem because if you go do the research, uh, it's become more and more like a, a money-making endeavor, uh, especially the top universities. So when the time, by the time they come out, they are in debt, right? So a lot of the things, think about it, when you're in debt, you're enslaved. But if you realize I do not need to get into debt to go into university, you know, and then get a job and then get a salary. In fact, why they charge so much is because they want to indebt you to the point where you have to work possibly 10 years just to pay up your debt. So... I hope that for listeners, if they would ask themselves this year, if I was just to think in for my life, in terms practically speaking, for my life, everything is the everything is learning, everything's trading, everything is earning. Uh, how would that how would that change? How maybe the certain things I wouldn't feel as attached to anymore, like my job. Maybe I, I would be like, hey, you know, it's not so much. Of, like one of the things I I used to do for people that are middle age uh, when I'm. Um, when, when they're when sort of a coaching situation, 
I, I actually don't like the, the site called Decision Strategy. Anyway, you know, I have this issue because there's so many life coaches anyway. Okay, anyway, that's my own thing. Um, so, but yeah, in, in the, I often, <laughs> because they are, there's so many life, and, and I've seen so many, they're like, you know, in their 30s, or I'm like, your 30s, you haven't even really lived, or your young 30s or early tw- uh, late 20s, like, okay, you maybe you can coach something, but to, to call himself like, Hello. which is just... Yeah. So anyway, you're talking to one of those person right now. <laughs> okay, I meant to say I meant to say late twenties. No, I mean you know what I mean. The really really young ones who haven't really lived. But also that's true. Like like you know. Okay. You know, yeah. Let's okay, okay. Let's clear that one. So so the most middle. People, so the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say that the, the, for when I talk to people that are okay. uh, mid age, I I tell them even okay. if you work for a, a company for thirty years, oh, I want you to. To don't not think of just your your title and your job responsibilities. I want you to think in terms of everything that you've accomplished. I want you to think of yourself as an independent consultant or independent contractor, even though you are hired and on salary in your staff. But I want you to to do this exercise because I want you to be able to to make it distinct that even though you are working with and within a company, you are independently with your skills doing these things. Then these things you can then be an independent consultant or coach, and you can trade on the knowledge and the skill of that and earn. So that's been something also when I talk to all the people who are stuck and they say, "Oh my gosh, I just I just got laid off, or I just got fired, or just they just hired somebody younger, or this and that." On like you know, there's not enough position. Where I'm like, look, come out. You if you're if you're in your thirties, forties, whatever, you have enough experiences. Even if you work in a company, what are those things? Right, hone in on that, and um, so again, it goes back to it's just learn, trade, earn. Um, yeah, that's how you right. prove yourself. Yes. Okay. First things first. I love to clarify what you mentioned about yeah, coaching. Like you have some so many coaches these days haven't fully lived life. <clears throat> yes, I agree with you. Um. What I love about coaching, because the word coaching, we have this, we have this limited thought of coaching. When we think about coaching, we talk, we think about a basketball coach who dictate what to do and all the are providing systems. There are so many kinds of coaches. What I love about coaching is. Being a coach is not just something that you learn and you get a certification and you just start coaching people. For me, being a coach is like you're developing yourself because the more you develop yourself, it's like a more like a personal development journey because as you walk this journey, that's the only way you will able to resonate with people or with your clients. It's like we're all walking to that one direction. I'm getting better and better and they're getting better and better. We are all getting better and better with a different path we are walking with the same intention but what works for me maybe will works for you differently so what I love about about coaching as you you're doing it too because sometimes we're doing something ourselves like we don't see our own pattern unless someone someone see our own pattern as you mentioned earlier you're so good at seeing patterns because i'm sure if i will tell you i do this and i do this and i do this you will tell me exactly okay joan this is i think i think that is not working for you i will not able to see it because i'm 
this is my this is my, my my pattern but if if i if i lay out to you the way i'm conversing with you you will able to see my pattern that's what i love about coaching and there's one thing i love about coaching is it's a very entrepreneurial journey because this is one way there's a lot of ways to not be employed as a coach you are self-employed and you gotta discipline yourself and there's no one checking you if you've done your assignment or not because the way you what you do behind the doors will really amplify on how you work with your life and how you work with your clients Okay, I love one of the things that I love that you sh what you said earlier is you amplify the importance of seeing things in many ways. Like one, you you get the res to get the result two is not only one plus one. You can like three minus two, or you can like four. Uh, sorry, four minus two. Like there's so many ways to get the same result. I really love that. And I love your intention of providing an expansive ways of approaching life moving forward. But let's also take in consideration that some people really wanted to be part of an organization and being part of a, of a company that in alignment with their vision and mission. I really believe that because we, for me, moving forward, I love to hire a, a team. I would love to have a team who will edit everything that I work. There's, there's something that I love to do, but I would like to delegate. And But then if they are in alignment with my vision and mission. But I love what you you sharing is we are providing a different option, not just, not just being stressed like, oh my God, I need to be employed in one company. But if you don't, want to be employed in a company you have other option because you can learn as a lifelong learning and you can trade what you've learned and you can have income based on what you're trading in alignment with what you're learning this is like additional option you we don't have to be stuck in school or university there, there's another option uh, what i love about this era is there's so many successful humans that is not even been in university but the thing is it's not just doesn't mean that you don't go to the university you're gonna be successful it doesn't mean you went to the university you're gonna be successful what that what i see what happened in university is there is someone who is watching your assignment. There's someone giving you a system, although it's already old system. The thing big entrepreneur, you require to be self-disciplined. When we are mm. not, when, when you are not, like me, myself, I'm not employed with anyone. There's no boss or there's no one who will remind me my schedule. I have to create my schedule. I have to structure my day or else I'll be just lying down the whole day. So I, so that, yeah, you have an option to learn and you, to trade and to, to earn your own income, but also you require to lit the fire in you and to create a vision and mission that really push you to step forward. This is why we hire coaches and mentors to be a guidance. So could you share us more um, what kind of services and offerings you, you provide 
to the clients because yeah like yeah definitely like i love everything that you said that you know like you're providing an expansive options yeah um Oh, well, thanks for that. Let, uh, let me address first. I have don't I have no issue with coaches, right? I yeah. think that going for uh, going forward, I think there'll be yeah. more. Um, uh, I would call them specific coaches. Like even even you talk about sports, there's swim coaches and there's uh, athletics, and then there's uh, so there are different football coaches. You know, and there's hockey. You know, so there's different coaches, right? I just think that um, you know my reference just now about you know some people um, sort of young and all that. Um, okay, maybe, maybe I should turn it around and say actually more people should really, especially their mid-age, should definitely consider reflecting on their life work and then not just thinking of it in terms of the company that they have served for 20, 30 years, but extract all the skills and realize that, you know what? I've actually, all these skills, I've used this to trade with this company but if, if I was to see it in terms of being an independent consultant, independent coach, these are all the skills that I've learned, practiced, executed, and served the company and thereby giving the results, right? But now they are in a position, if they're mid-agent, but they're in the position to transfer this knowledge and skills just like elders. So a lot of mm -hmm. how I view life, I, I go back to sort of a timeless hierarchy or maybe hierarchy is not what, I go to things that are timeless. I think that things that are timeless, which have stood the test of time. There's a reason why they stood the test of time. So when I look at interactions, I look at like every, you know, different tribes, different cultures, they all have this sort of hierarchy of young, uh, you know, uh, young men, middle-aged men, and then elders, right? Same for women as well, right? And then how they live and, you know, the ones that are, the ones that prosper and successful, the ones who prosper and the ones who actually are uh, become civilized, the ones that last, right? There's something that you can learn from these timeless things. And so I think that the time that we live in in modern times, people don't think so much in those terms. So they see it as just, okay, you know, we're hiring and we hire based on cost, we hire based on, it's very numbers and, and there's a place for numbers. There's a place for logic and reasoning, as you can tell from, from the way I talk. I'm also a very reasoning person, but I also reason from either first principles or reason from something that's timeless. So when I when I reason and, and think in terms of that hierarchy, I think the most valuable resource are the elders. The elders have the most valuable resource. But if you look at in, in modern job settings, they are trying to cut costs and they and they you know they they the the things being disrupted in 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 the um, in the space where okay everything is just okay technology as well and to me you do need the elders as well because elders are able to give perspective and guidance because the thing about technology is technology just makes things better quicker bigger it's it's an it's a multiplier technology is a multiplier but it's not a guide it's the humans wielding the technology that infuse it with purpose and direction and meaning. And so it's a time where people who are, who are mid-aged, people who, who you know, uh, they need to take their place as elders and they can actually have a, what I call a pivot or a, a, a repurposing in their midlife and choose, as, as you mentioned, to, um, to either be a life coach or, or, life, uh, or a consultant, but in the area that they're good in because that's what they can transfer down uh, to people that are younger.
And so I, I just wanted to clarify that and I'm, I'm all for, uh, for coaches uh, in specific areas and all that. It's just, I think the, the term life coach, if, if, a, if, a, if a fifth, Okay, if, if a person that's really, I can tell from their face, they're really weathered, they've really gone through life. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, so anyway, that's just my own personal joke, or maybe my own personal hangout for that. But I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely of, I'm definitely believe that the path of entrepreneurship is the, is the, the path that everyone needs to, to, to eventually move on to. I have very strong opinions about that. And, and, and I want to just say that right now, because when I talk about investing in yourself, actually my tagline at the end is to liberate yourself. Because if you're enslaved by debt or you're enslaved by, by payments or you're enslaved by anything, you're a slave. It doesn't matter you make a lot of money, it doesn't matter you have a big house. If you're, if you're stuck, you're basically a slave. So you can be a rich slave. Um, and you know, and, and you, you know, there are people that say that I, I can't just, uh, I can't just get out of a situation, even the situation is not, not good healthily for them. It's not healthy. It's not good, but they're stuck. And so to me, the point of investing in yourself is so that you can eventually as quickly as you can liberate yourself. When you liberate yourself, you have choices, right? You, so the, um, so actually the entrepreneurial path, everyone should, you know, some people today, they call it like a side hustle. You should definitely see yourself. I tell, I tell every person that I meet, see yourself as an independent contractor. Even if you are hired and you're in a, you're in a company and your staff, see yourself as an independent contractor. Every week or every month, if you're working, even so if you're listening, see something practical. Even if you're in a company and you're doing well, every week, take time by yourself and write from the perspective that you're independent. So whatever projects you completed, things that you did, you helped with your colleagues, whatever results, all that write it down, list it, and see yourself as an independent contractor in this, this domain of expertise, right? It will help you because at some point, you can then have the confidence to say, yeah, look at this list. I've done all these things. I can consult in this area. I can coach in this area. And, and then it's easier to step onto the entrepreneurial path. And I believe everyone should, because the entrepreneurial path, to me, it's, it's the most powerful path you'll ever take. Because it's the part where you have to take responsibility for everything. Like you said, if you want to sleep in today, you can. And some people should because they've worked really hard. They should sleep in. Some people, you know, they if they're at a job, they overwork because my boss wants NDH. And it's not healthy. Some people, when they become independent cons, uh, consultants or when they are now entrepreneurs, they and if they are healthy, they can say, today, I need the rest. Today, I need to do this. And you have choice. You now have options because... So the path of entrepreneurship is really the path of personal responsibility. And it's yeah. the path that, it's also a very spiritual path because it's the yeah. one where your faith and your fears will become very clear very, very quickly. Whatever yeah. you're fearing, whatever faith, it all comes. So it's a very spiritual path, but it's also the most practical path because if you can become independent and with this mindset we've shared today, if you can think in terms of learn, trade, earn, you can slowly or gradually intentionally exit certain systems that are no longer uh, as no longer in, in your favor. You know, like in the past, if, if you know, maybe 40 years ago, if you retired, there was still pension, there was things that you got. Today, it's all gone. So there's no benefits. We're living in a different time. So if you are an entrepreneur, you 
you get to put your faith, you get to test your fears, you get to take responsibility, you get to create that path, and you get to the you know be healthy if you want to be or, or not be healthy. Everything falls onto you and your relationship with, with the divine, right? With the spirit. So it's to me, everyone should be on that path because that's the only path that you can guarantee that is within your control. And also within, you know, as I say, again, faith and fear, that spiritual part, which is very important. If you're in a job, that's, you, you, you're, you don't see that. You're completely, you're completely siloed into whatever the company wants. But having said that, I want to say that when I talk about investing, the, these days I do say that for, like, even for your listeners, right? If they're decision makers, leaders, or individuals, right? To me, I say invest in yourself. So, but also invest in, and then I use the word company. So I thought about that. When I say company, I don't just mean a business. I don't mean an organization. I say company because the word company is the same way you talk about people you hang out with. So it's like, you know, like, like, like they say, whose company do you keep? You're in whose company, right? So company is, you have the same word accompaniment. If I accompany you, let's say, Joan, we're headed, if I accompany you, we are a company. We're a company, a company, right? So two or three, whatever, right? So I say invest in yourself, but also invest in your company. So that includes the people. I, I would define that as people in your life that matter because they're going in the same direction. So you need to invest in yourself, also invest in your company because the ones that are going the same direction as you, if you invest in them, it's, it, will, it will come back to you. And that's why company, the way I define it is people, that are in the same, they're headed in the same direction. Because there are some people you notice that they're no longer in the same direction, they will quit the company. They will be removed or something. So even, even for a business, the company is the idea that we're headed in the same direction. So just like you talk about, you want to hire people. It's the, the ones that will work for you and you'll get along are those that also see where you're going and they want to go there too. Then they'll make good company with you. Those that are like, oh, you know, I just want to do this for the for the 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 for the a quick seller, a quick salary, I make quick money, and then you will very quickly realize you're in different directions. So there's not good company. So you will you will not stay together. So, but invest in your company because, in other words, those you that you know going the direction. If you invest in them, so to me, these two investments, these two buckets, I call them mm -hmm. two investment buckets. So I try to help people in terms of decision making, right? Decision strategies, all the decisions towards these two buckets, either an investment in yourself or investment in your company, because those two buckets guarantee future gains, guaranteed, right? Yeah. Guaranteed future gains. So um, just wanted to, 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 to make that point. Uh, yeah. yeah, no problem with, with life coaches. In fact, I, I believe for all those listeners here, I believe the the biggest one of the biggest markets going forward is is online education. And we say online education doesn't mean just a platform. Even coaches or online teachers, online basically people that are giving, not giving, trading. I'm very very clear about how I use okay. People that are trading on valuable knowledge and skills. Uh, they are teachers. They are coaches. They're, online education is going to be the. It, it's if it's not it's one of the biggest markets that there is no end to that because universities they've reached their limit that they, they, they um if you look at how universities are these days it's really really about money it's it's the top universities mostly about that and a lot of them the rich ones they put their kids there it's because they will get to know other people who are in that in that echelon right so it's more of who you know 
but most other, um, you know, uh, for the kind of work that you want to do today, if you find that there is a work opportunity in an area where there's a lot of demand for it, you can actually get certified. For example, this is just an off the cuff, right? So for example, the last year, there was so much talk about AI, right? Within a couple of months, there were already uh, uh, places that were teaching how to, to do prompt engineering, right? And then giving courses. And, and, then, and remember this, you know, in the past, people think, I just got used to degree, I can coast on it. These days, learning, getting certification is just a proof that you went through certain, uh, a certain vigorous uh, uh, curriculum, but you should still always be learning, right? Same, imagine you got a, a certification to be a chef. Does that mean the rest of your life just on certification? That's fine. No, it's, it's actually still practicing, tasting food, being with other chefs. So life is actually a lifelong journey. So certification, we need to break that mindset. University is like the big stop. Then now they're like, no, no, I need a master's. I need a doctorate. All that is, <laughs> I'm not saying those are not successful paths. It is, but it's limited. It is extremely limited. The ones who get doctors, they can sort of work in the academic circles and that's their silo. That's that's their place, right? And okay. um, yeah, yes, I, I really agree yeah. with you that, um, yeah, like I said, the intention is expanding our our trajectory, providing more expansive ways of we're not only rely on the education, but life is a lifelong learning. And I also agree with you that even though you say you gain a certification, it's not the end. It's just yeah. the beginning because you gotta you gotta cultivate it. You gotta you gotta keep learning and harnessing the gift or the the talent or the, the profession or the services and the, your offerings, you keep cultivating, you grow with it. And I really, really agree with you that entrepreneur is one of the highest spot ever. Because first things first, you gotta really, you will have a lot of moments of sitting with yourself and asking yourself like, what now? What am I not good at? What am I really good at? what I love to do, what I don't love to do, and what like what should I learn? What 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 kind of support I require? Like you is it's such it's such it it's such um liberating as you said. I love the word you used to be liberating. Like entrepreneurship is such a liberating path because you gotta lead yourself. You gotta question yourself the right question you, there's no shortcut you cannot sugarcoat you cannot like short there's no shortcut you gotta like it's such you gotta you you get to know yourself in the most profound way you learn about everything your fear as you said you're what you're great at and then what i love about entrepreneur is it's you become innovative it's like you be you you bring out your creativity your way of your way of I would say creativity is 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 a is an expression of, of our soul, like your mm. unique creativity, your 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 innovation. It's like that's that I really agree that with that entrepreneur is one of the highest highest spot. I I I will really recommend to everyone. Like I'm so grateful and happy that you know we start 
at this age because my father starting to become entrepreneur he's already 62 after being employed for more than 33 years and then now he become a entrepreneur and become a businessman um yeah so i love everything i i wow this quite there's a lot of intensity that everything that you share and definitely um so many um who to, to all to everyone that who will get to listen to this our intention is providing you uh a thought to to contemplate about about where you want to go in your life knowing that is 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 not just stuck with one limited school education you you can learn all the way not just don't 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 get stressed especially these days as you say like I, I love i love first i love to acknowledge how you address the ai it's a useful assistant i love that yeah it's a useful assistant it's gonna happen and there will be a lot of jobs that will be replaced by ai and um, that's why this episode and what everything that you share is such a great opportunity for so many people to get out of the box of I need to be employed only. There's another option for you. Like as you mentioned multiple times, like seeing things in many different ways, getting the same result or even better result by first but first, investing within yourself. I really agree that when we fully invest with ourselves, when we really take this seriously, like I, my, me, myself, myself is my highest investment. Everything else will, will dissolve. But me, my body, my mental is my highest I, I pay for all my my, my education. Then uh, this education, my learning, lifetime learning. I, I hire mentors. I, I buy programs, all kinds. I take trainings. My health, of course, and my spiritual health, especially my emotional health. <laughs> I, this one is a lifelong learning. Um, so when we really take seriously of the investing within ourselves, you get to learn and value your energy and your time and when you become become you become you become discern you 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 become you create this discernment of where you invest your time and your energy with whom with a with, you said your company with whom because because you work so hard with yourself you invest your time your finance and all the things that you have to yourself you have you gonna you 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 starting to create this you starting to see your value and when you start to see your value you also start to see the value of what you are creating and who you are being and how you're gonna affect within your family within your inner circle and within the entire world and when you see this so clear you become careful who you hang out with as you mentioned earlier because is this person in alignment of where am i going because if i'm more like i love to read books i love to meditate i love i love to practice yoga but this person ah oh, no let's go 
let's let's go clubbing or let's go let's go shopping and it's like it's not in alignment there's something there's something wrong with you it's just not in alignment with my vision and mission because i always believe we have only 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year i could i could just sit and watch um random videos or i can sit and read something in alignment with what i'm cultivating within myself right yeah yeah, uh, to, to answer your question just now. Um, yeah. So that what I work with clients would be to yes. help them find, uh, to personalize that that, uh, that aspect of, you know, once I get to to talk with them and, and kind of discern and also see into what they've shared would be, you know, what are the things that are useful to be learning? What are the, the optimal traits that they can make and how to earn you know, and that may sound like, oh, it's so confused, but it's, it, or not confused, but it's a lot, but it's not. It's like when, when you actually realize the day, there's so many tools, it's just people don't, maybe they don't keep up with date or they don't keep up to date with the technology. It's just too much. But there are so many technologies today that if you know how to use them, you could, you could be on the path. You, you could and will be on the path towards liberating yourself. So, you know, basic things I can just, you know, tell people how simple it is. When you know how to set up a payment gateway, connect the payment gateway to your bank. If you realize that the, the certain countries they live in, you have uh, associations with other countries, you can actually open a bank account in another country. There are things like that that can happen, right? And then, but even let's just start with, let's say, let's say if you're, um, if you're whatever country you're in, there are definitely payment gateways, right? If you, type, if you connect payment gateway to your, your bank, and you, when you realize that people of a region can pay you and you see the money in your bank, you're like, okay, I'm earning. I don't have a, I don't have a salary, but I have just earned this. So how do I now offer more things of value that I can trade with to earn? So, you know, even if your listeners right now, those who have a job, it's fine to, to start because you have to start because if you just rely on on the job in today's time of uncertainty, change, and all of that, um, it, it's it's not a good place to be in. But if you have, you start on the path of entrepreneurship, and that's the thing, I, I think Joanne talks a lot about entrepreneurship, there's also other podcasts talk about entrepreneurship, but it is the path to liberate yourself. And it's just the path of personal growth, um, yeah, path of spirituality, it's, it's just all rolled into one. Um, and I think that's the reason for that, because we're always meant to be creative and to, to produce, but we live in an age of just consumerism. So that's the opposite, right? And of course, the you know the those who, who like to run and control, they they as long as they get they get enough people, they get everybody to consume and consume, then you just stay stuck. But we're all originally meant to create and produce, right? And trade on our produce. So Joanne produces something, and then she trades with me. I produce something, and then. You know, another listener produces something. We all train, and that's how we all grow. That's how we improve. That's how we go into the future. So I hope you all got something out of that. Um, and uh, if there's any questions, um, you know, you can just uh, shoot me an email. It's kelvin at optimal.today. My website is optimal.today. I'm sure Joanne will have the links there. Um, but I'm so glad that I got, got to catch up with Joanne after so many years. She's She's just sparkling, if you can see, because she just has an audio right now, video, but at some point she will. So, yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, definitely. I will be sharing all your contacts, your website, your email address with the description down below of this episode.
podcast episode. So, yes, um for now, I've been thinking to to post the video, but for now, it's more in alignment with me um just the audio for like yeah, a Spotify podcast and Apple podcasts and one day I will I yeah. know, hire have more team with me to to create this um to co-create this um project yeah this this lifelong project yeah i'm so grateful and so happy like like i said this entrepreneur is it's a it's a it's 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 an investment for yourself and it's like it's like you're creating your life with it what i love about entrepreneurship this what we do is i believe there is not like you you check you 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 know how they call that in the when you have a work like you clock in and you clock out yeah in right. entrepreneur there's no clock in and clock out it's like you embody you think about it it's like your creativity it's like it's it's you it's you breathe in with it there's no clock in and clock out that's what yeah. i love about it all right yeah <sighs> we, we made it <laughs> yes we yes. made it i love it okay there's I'm one so I, there's mm. one last question that i love to yes. end every podcast episode you ready sure okay what is your heart one plus message? one no, no one joking. plus one two <laughs> yeah, just, no yeah. there's another there's other way to get the result too okay right. what is your heart message to humanity what's the message of your heart to humanity invest in yourself uh that that's become so clear invest in yourself to liberate yourself and liberate other people if you don't invest in yourself you're always dependent on external not just people but external circumstances external systems that have been created not all are bad but just some systems are outdated right so if you don't invest in yourself you'll always be dependent on something external if you invest in yourself you start creating choices and options where you can decide i want to exit this game i don't want to, to i want to exit this this i want to exit whatever that i i used to be stuck in or i'm stuck in so invest in yourself and uh actually at some point actually i really had something that came up uh uh you know that those is like the seven habits of highly effective then on his deathbed he wrote another book called the eighth habit i'm sorry tricky of him but um <laughs> I already, I, I, I know that sort of the theme that I've been talking about investing in yourself is kind of like, I believe it's, it's my core message because really if there's anything in your life you're not happy with, that you're dissatisfied, you're in pain, it's not working. Anything, anything that's negative is because prior to this, you didn't invest in yourself. That became so clear to me at some point. It just shook me and I realized that it all comes down to whether I invest in myself. And I mentioned it also includes take care of yourself so i realized it was because i didn't take care of myself and i am where i am right now so wherever you are it's based on the past investments that you made in yourself or not the all you didn't invest right so if you want a different future you have to invest now that's why my website is called optimal.today because it starts now if you invest today you will have that that future thing and then i i made the the reference to the the book about seven habits and eight habits because at the end of it, I know I'll write another one. That book is actually going to be called Authorize Yourself. Because the point of investing in yourself is actually to realize you have the power. Most people are stuck because there's always a because, because, because. But when you realize that you can authorize yourself, things will shift. 
So I'm kind of giving a sneak thing that will happen maybe 10 years from now that I'll, I'll talk about this, but I'm going to keep talking about investing. But actually the secret at the end of it, you realize that you don't need somebody to authorize you. The problem why people sort of live under whatever, you know, things that they don't like is because they'll say my authority doesn't authority. Yeah, because you put yourself and you allow yourself to be under that authority. So people don't realize that what authority comes from the word author, 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 authority. So you realize that you can be the authority. You can create your own story, your narrative. So you can author your life or you can co-author your life with, with, with the right company, right? Or with the divine, with the spirit. You can author mm -hmm. that. So authorize yourself. But if you don't authorize yourself, you're going to be a character in somebody, in some other author's story. So the government oftentimes is the one that we subconsciously, without realizing, immediately we submit to it. And I'm not saying to not submit, but I'm saying choose who you submit to choose so today we live in a time where you can temporarily relocate you can do the things that you can do to to design and, and and create the life that you that you really want to live the future that you want and uh and so yeah so at some point you realize you know you can authorize yourself to yeah so to invest in yourself to make the decisions and those decisions you make today will be for your future self to liberate your future self. So that's that's my heart message. That's my heart paragraph. Um. That is so, that's so powerful. We can authorize ourselves. I love that. I never heard that before. Yeah. You can authorize Just, yourself. And from the word author, yeah. I am the author of my life. I get to write yeah. my life. I we are the author of our life if we take that we take that power back, you know. We get we get yeah, to authorize ourselves. I love that. Okay, I get to authorize myself. And also what came out to me like uh, which is very much in alignment with with what you, what you're sharing like really investing with ourselves. Well, let me just share this very um lightly. So Investing with ourselves, it means every action that we are doing create our future self. That's why you mentioned like future proof, right? Yes. Because example, I I I my my intention is to get better with writing because because I'm writing a book and get better with my communication. So my action before every day is to read as much as I can and to get better with my communication by talking, by communicating, by having like podcasts like this, becoming a better listener. And yeah, those, so these actions are investing to my future self. Yeah. So this is like, I'm having a goosebump right now. Like I feel like when, 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 when did we met? Like 2020. 2021, I think, because 2021, now it's 2024. Uh, oh my God, you, we've grown so much, but we always have a great conversation. Okay, I gotta seal yeah. this amazing podcast to all the listeners. I love to express my deep gratitude for you for staying all the way here. We're almost one and mm. a half hours and I wish that you get the message that you mostly resonate and that allows you or provide you an expansive way of, of contemplating about your life moving forward, knowing that 
you have a lot of options. And of course, I love to express my deep gratitude for you, Kelvin, for this sharing that we have. We always have a great conversation and now we finally recorded it, finally. <laughs> all right, to all the listeners, wherever you are, whatever that you do, know that you are loved in every way, all the way, in every single moment, and you know it. Thank you. And I will connect with you on the next episode. All right. You can feel free to message any of us. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>